When a narcissist pushes you to your limits, when they abuse you in all ways possible and imaginable, and when you fail after trying all the ways to peacefully resolve the conflicts with them, to stop them, you resort to reactive abuse. You react to their extreme abuse in a biologically correct way, but the narcissist emphasizes that part of your reaction to make it seem like you are the problem. You are the cause of every single issue. They are the victim of your trauma. You have put them through hell. They portray you as the crazy one, as the cruel one, as the perpetrator that you are not. I always talk about it in different ways, but today the different thing is I want to show it to you how it looks like and then after watching it together I will comment on it and help you understand the different aspects of it. So let's watch this small video clip together and let's try to understand what's going on. Stop it. Stop. 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 Go. Please stop. I know. Please stop. Stop it. This is how reactive abuse looks like. A narcissist drives you to a point of absolute internal collapse and you lose it. When you lose it, you behave in ways that are not congruent with who you actually are. And that is when the narcissist acts very calm, just loves the show and in this case records you as well and then proves later that you are the crazy one. You have been the unhinged one, the erratic one, the one who always lost the control. But nobody sees the history. Nobody knows the history, only you. Only you know how they drove you crazy, how they drove you to the point of absolute loss of control. Hi, I am Danish, a narcissistic abuse recovery professional. Today's episode is about understanding the different facets of reactive abuse. Why you react at the first place and how the narcissist uses it against you. If that sounds interesting enough and you're eager to learn, please make sure to subscribe if you haven't already because your subscription helps spread awareness about narcissistic abuse. The most important thing to notice about this video clip is the narcissist is pretty calm. The demeanor is okay. They, are, they look like the same one who has got it under control. And if this video clip were to be watched by the general public, what will be the common opinion? How would they see this video clip? Of course, almost everyone who hasn't been through an experience like this would think the woman is crazy. She has lost it. She should be penalized. She is destroying his property and so on. But nobody would see the pain behind that reactivity. Nobody would take a step back and ask, what drove her to that point? How is it possible that he is recording that part only? But what about the other parts? And what about the, the, the crying, the silent scream that came to the surface and she, she cried, she broke into tears, helplessly not knowing what to do. Yes, she is breaking these things, but what about her soul that was broken 
probably broken by this man. What about all the hidden injuries, hidden wounds that are not visible? Because context always, always matters. In most cases, the narcissist shapes the environment to make you react a certain way and then use that reaction to brainwash other people and make them think you are someone that you are not. Which then even drives you further crazy because everybody around you is blaming you for yelling, for screaming, for reacting the way you did. And then you start questioning yourself, maybe I'm the monster in all of this. This is one of the reasons why most survivors start questioning themselves because they say things like, well, I also reacted. Well, I also yelled and screamed. I also hit him or her. Doesn't that make me a narcissist? No, they do not. I can say that abuse of any form is not acceptable indeed. But as I said, context matters. And in this case, it matters a lot. We have to look at the bigger picture. You give this narcissist a lot of chances. You try to restore the homeostasis. You believe them, you trust them. And every time you give them a chance, they break you even more. They see it as a permission to keep abusing you. They think you're okay, you're fine with all the pain and the trauma they are putting you through. Instead of changing themselves, they change your situation by making it worse. So a time comes naturally when your survival system gets activated, which is common to all human beings, narcissists or not. And when that survival system gets activated, we do three things. We either fight, flight or freeze. One of the responses that gets activated when reacting to their abuse is fight. You fight back. You have had enough and you want to give them a taste of their own medicine or it is a desperate attempt being made at stopping them, stopping them from causing you further harm because you are overwhelmed by the pain, by the trauma they are putting you through. Every single day they are chipping away at your soul. They are killing a part of you and when you have enough of that, that sacred rage comes out and it tries to roar at them and say, no, you can't do that to me, which looks quite intense and ugly in some cases, but that is how we respond to adverse situations like you experience in a narcissistic relationship. Think about this for a moment. If you were to be put in a cage with a tiger, first you would think of running away, which you do with the narcissist, but the narcissist doesn't let you escape. You try to fawn, you try to give in, you try to give in nothing. Ultimately, when it comes to saving yourself, because there is no way to leave, there is no stopping the tiger, wouldn't you naturally defend yourself? Everybody would do that. As human beings, that is how we cope with situations. We survive adversities like that. That is what you do. It is to your brain, it is facing a predator, who is not stopping and now you're showing all the strength that you have to stop them, not harm them, but to stop them. However, the narcissist is cunning, clever and crazy enough to use that reaction against you, which, as I said, makes it worse for you than any better. All of this takes me back to my own experience of reactive abuse. It was the last fight that I had with my father and it was the worst one. One fine day he was in the same way abusing my mother, verbally abusing. And I had had enough at that time. I was like, no, one more time he does it, it is going to be the end of it. Because the words that were coming out of his mouth were not only affecting her, 
even though she is a narcissist herself they were piercing my heart though those words were extremely disrespectful so that is when why when i lost it all the fear was gone because he had controlled me through fear the fear of his aggression and what he might do at that moment i became the virgin of myself that is nowhere comparable to who i naturally am my voice became the loudest it has ever been and it got to the point of you know physically defending myself because his go to way of abusing was physical abuse and at that time i didn't let him put his hands on me i did it back i didn't hit him i cornered him i was like no you can't do that this is the end and i can't i mean all the energy the suppressed sacred rage the survival stress of years it all came out and i told him everything who he is who he has been what he has done to us and how i see him and i could see him turning into a small rat cornered not knowing what to do because that caught him by surprise he was not prepared for that and i was exhausted yes he did physically abuse me still he hit me by something and it left marks on my back but then that was the last one if somebody had recorded that and if you were to watch that video clip of me reacting to him you would think i am the narcissist i am the crazy one i am the disobedient son i am the one who is torturing his parents but context always matters so if you have reacted to the narcissist do not think you are a narcissist think of all the things all the liberties you have given them all the chances you have given them and and then think of all the torture they have put you through all the trauma they have caused you and how it was your last and desperate attempt at putting an end to that craziness if you believe in forgiveness forgive yourself even though you didn't do anything wrong but if you feel that will liberate you forgive yourself because your intention was never to harm them the intention was to protect you you did what you are naturally designed to do which is to fight when things get out of control reactive abuse does not make you a narcissist reactive abuse does not make you like them reactive abuse makes you a hurt human being who has done everything in their capacity to put a stop to this harm being caused but has failed at doing so and now is resorting to this last attempt at just making sure they live through this chaos if you find it difficult to process that aspect of yours ask yourself what would so and so so and so means the most logical rational capable being would have done if they were to be put through what you have been through what would they have done and the answer is anybody at your place would have done the same thing why else would there be the separate topic of reactive abuse and why else would there be so many people resonating with it you would see in the comments so many people would talk about their experiences so it's a common thing it doesn't make you like them you're different and you did what you had to do to protect yourself with that let's bring this episode to an end let me know how you felt while listening uh, to this one and if there is any feedback please feel free to leave that in the comments i'll talk with you the next one until then let the healing begin and continue